Yo, so I'm back in here for another episode of F Your Mother. Um, I know I've been out of commission for a couple weeks. Haven't been regular. For all the new people, go back and listen to some archive episodes and try to play catch up. Um, Because you probably don't understand the context in which I'm saying a lot of shit. Uh, For the people that's been listening to me, ain't heard an episode and been wondering where the fuck I've been at. I'm making y'all miss me, right? It's sort of like if you have something too much, you get used to it. Um, so I figure I'd give you guys, aside from the fact that I've been kind of uh, stretching myself thin, I got a lot of shit going on, right? Working on this web series, and I actually have to do some editing. Um, but I was intentionally giving y'all some breathing space so that you could kind of like wonder your attentions elsewhere. And then when you get the notifications, if you favored me, you would be more... Um, What's the word for it? You be fiending for that shit, right? It's like drugs. I'm trying to keep you, trying to keep you um, addicted without getting used to the shit, right? If you smoke too much weed, you need more weed to get high. If you if you sniff coke, you need too much. You need more coke to get high, right? If you take a break when you come back to the shit's intense. That's how I wanted this shit to be. I didn't want to oversaturate myself. Make people used to hearing me, you know what I'm saying, with the daily rigmarole, the shit that I be talking about. You hear me too much, then you be like, eh, I don't want to hear G today, right? But if I give you kind of like breathing space, give you some time to miss me, um, then you would actually be more enthused to listen to an episode. And what this, what is the 48 laws of power? One of them, uh, scarcity and obscurity, right? You make, you make your, uh, you make your, you make yourself scarce uh, so that people wonder where the fuck you went and you become obscure so that people don't know where you've been at and they want to know where you've been when you do return. So with that being said, this is going to be uh, this episode is actually going to be titled Sins of the Father, parentheses, the Ahmad uh, Aubrey situation. I kind of hate talking about brothers that get shot by vigilantes or police because at this point in 2020 every black man in america include my damn self need to have a strap if you ain't got a fucking felony and even if you do you need to get a taped up gun right get you a hot burner uh i had a nigga on the post on one of the posts that i posted on ig he said yo they giving federal time for brothers caught with a pistol if they're a felon who gives a fuck nigga there's ways around that i know a few niggas that was felons that having a felony didn't deter them from keeping a gun right i got a cousin this nigga's a professional criminal this nigga's been breaking in people's houses and robbing motherfuckers for the last 20 years at any given time when he get out of prison this nigga got a car full of guns um you just gotta be incorrigible right and not only that like just because you have a felony doesn't mean that you can't have a firearm all that shit means is that you can't have a legal one right but there's ways around that you get you a hot gun and you keep a low profile right so that if you do have a hot burner on you and you know that you're facing time your ass is inclined to be a little bit more low-key you're not really prone to um draw attention to yourselves at least if you're smart I know a few niggas that was stupid as fuck and they had a felony and these niggas would still ride around with their music blaring, smoking weed and having drink in the car. Like you can't be an idiot. You got to play it smart, right? Like what the mob do. The mob have felonies. They still carried guns. They still killed people. 
you you elude detection and you evade the authorities by not drawing attention to yourself and only using the gun when you really need to waving that motherfucker on somebody because they stepped on your shoe is not the likely time to pull the burner out right unless you can shoot that nigga and get away um but wait the age we live in all the cameras and shit you probably ain't gonna get to get that far but every black man should have a gun, including myself. And I'm 37. I've never really had the need to have a gun. And if I did have a gun, it'd be too tempting to rob niggas. Uh, not because I'm a hater. Not necessarily because I'm a stick-up kid. But because motherfuckers be walking around with expensive shit on. And I know how to fence it, right? Um, but I'm pro-black and I'm conscious. And that ain't the right thing. And once you learn the right thing, what they say, once you know better, you do better, right? So... I don't have a gun for that particular reason. And I'm in Atlanta, GA, where most of the police is black. So I don't really fear for my life. They don't really fear for their life. Uh, black police officers, by and large, ain't pussy. The white ones in Atlanta, let's just say they don't want no problems with politicians and the public, right? But in places like rural Georgia, where Aubrey was killed, Ahmed Aubrey was killed, Places like Minnesota where Philando Castile was killed. Places like New York where Eric Gardner was choked out at. Um, they don't give a fuck, right? Because um, the white people outnumber the niggas. And even in situations where they don't, they don't give a fuck because they run this shit with an iron fist. However, in Atlanta, not so much. Now, if you go out to Clayton County, which is not Atlanta, Gwinnett County, which is not Atlanta, um, Parts of DeKalb County, which is not Atlanta. Hell, DeKalb County, for that matter, ain't no part of DeKalb County, Atlanta, right? Uh, Atlanta constitutes a Fulton County. Um, that being said, I don't have that problem, and I'm not scared of other black people, and I don't try to floss on a nigga, right? Like, even when I'm not fucked up and I got a little money in my pocket, my shit's all plastic, so niggas, I don't walk around looking like lunch meat. Um, I don't draw attention to myself. I don't fuck with people. For some reason, I'm light-skinned, good-looking. People don't fuck with me, right? Uh, I never get mistaken for pussy, right? Uh, so I don't have the need to have a pistol, right? I know how to go around black people. I follow the cardinal rules. Rule one, don't drink champagne around beer sippers. You know what I'm saying? Shout-out Tack Stone. He doing a bid, right? But in the times that we live in here, I probably need to get a burner, right? A legal one, just in case. Like Chris Rock said, insurance should be called just in case shit. Now, in case shit don't happen, shouldn't I get my money? You know what I'm saying? Maybe I need to get a gun just in case shit happen, right? Um, but if you're not in a place like Atlanta, D.C., or even Detroit, like, you need to get a gun. If you live in an area that's 91% or higher white you should probably have a gun, right? Because there's always going to be a vigilante or a police officer that didn't get blown that night before. And now he want problems with you. Um, in the case of um, Amar Aubrey from watching the video, I can possibly say that he shouldn't have rushed the guy with the pump. Now, I'm not pussy, but I'm not going to rush you if you got a gun. Unless I feel like I can get the advantage if I can't or the upper hand. If I can't, I'm just going to chill, right? Uh, white niggas with guns. It's a 50-50. They may shoot you. They may not. In his case, this nigga, they already was on high alert because he was black. Maybe it was somebody breaking in cars and houses and shit. He fit the description. 
I don't know if they would have walked away, but chances are if somebody draw a gun on you, they pretty much got in their mind, they about to kill you, uh, or at least critically maim you. So I don't know. I don't, from seeing the video, he probably got it tired of the bullshit and seeing all the shit on social media about brothers getting shot. And he's like, yo, I'm just running through the neighborhood. I don't know if he was jogging. I don't know if he was running. Uh, if he was, he's entitled to fucking run without being accosted. Uh, however, in a, in a system of white supremacy where white people outnumber all the brown people, you got to conduct yourself accordingly, right? And what that means is I'm not saying lay down and kowtow and coward to white white men. I am saying try to assess the situation and see how you can walk away unhinged um, because these motherfuckers are trigger happy. They saw what happened to George Zimmerman. He got away. Donald Trump has been inciting white supremacists or white people that embrace white supremacist ideology. So you got to like be cautious, right? But I'm not saying he shouldn't have stood up for himself. He should have, right? Standing your ground doesn't just mean having a gun and protecting yourself. It means standing your ground, especially in Georgia. If somebody rolls up on you and you don't know them and you're not fucking with them and you let them know, like, leave me alone, you should probably be able to take shit matters in your own hand. However, he was unarmed. They wasn't. We saw the video. He lost. However, we do live in a uh, society where black people are considered citizens, right? Um, and I'm saying that loosely because I think in the Constitution, black people still classified as three-fifths of a human being. However, you pay taxes. Um, and you should have the freedom to do what you want. However, white people that's racist don't see it that way. So he should have probably assess the situation better or kept running right if they blocked him off with a car i could see where he possibly would have had to stand there it didn't look like they was blocking his path i would have just kept running with a shotgun you ain't gonna hit accurate aim if a, you ain't gonna hit a target accurately if it's moving especially if that motherfucker isn't um or especially if that motherfucker is sawed off i don't know if it was sawed off couldn't really make out uh, but even if it wasn't, you can't really hit a moving target with a shotgun accurately. That's not to say you can't hit it. It's just increasingly difficult. Um, so I would have, me, if it was me, I would have kept running, uh, especially a shotgun. Like that's a big ass gun, uh, fucking Elmer Fudd gun. I'm not running up on that. Now, if you got a nine millimeter within three or four feet, I might try to do a Tupac and grab your arm and wrestle with you for the gun, depending on how you're aiming it at me. If that motherfucker is directly at my chest or head, um, probably not going to put up that much of a fight because one squeeze of the trigger, you got a bullet in your head. Like Carlito said in Carlito's way, bullet to the head, you got a problem. So I wouldn't have rushed pump gauge. That's just me. Um, I'm not Superman and a pump gauge from close range that motherfucker shoots buck shots and even if you don't die from a shot close range from a shotgun you're gonna get critically wounded right that, that motherfucker might blow a leg off uh blow your shoulder blade out um i don't need those type of problems so me personally i would have probably stopped uh if that right i would have kept running but if i did stop i would have just asked like what's the problem what's going on 
You know what I'm saying? Trying to talk them down or at least talk them to where they put the pump gauge not in close range to my chest cavity. That's just me. He didn't do that. We see the aftermath. I still think he should get justice. And I was going to do this episode a little earlier, but I kind of wanted to see how this would play out in the upcoming week. And within a couple of weeks of the tape becoming public, the guy and his father have been indicted and have been arrested. I guess they said on the radio that more people were going to be arrested. I'm, I'm assuming that's going to be the person that was filming it, because if you're fit videotaping, even a situation where they're apprehending a would be suspect, that's accessory to a crime like. And the way that things is going I don't think the dude was recording because he knew that they wasn't going to shoot Ahmad, right? So as he, he should be getting charged, right? And I hope they pick his ass up. But the reason this episode is going to be titled Sins of the Father. Because these motherfuckers didn't have um, foresight. They didn't foresee the country having a pandemic of a deadly virus. And I say that loosely um, but we're going to move along because you already know my sentiments from past episodes about this whole coronavirus. They didn't foresee this happening. And as it stand, they letting out niggas in jail for having possibly contracting it. And they don't want to, con- you know what I'm saying? People that are elderly or people that are healthy, they don't want to infect people. They want them to serve out their time. So these motherfuckers picked the wrong time to actually get picked up and go to jail. Even if they post bond, they're still going to be in close quarters with people that possibly can be asymptomatic and have coronavirus. Uh, the father is 64. The son is 34. Now, the son will be all right. He he might just get sick. If if that the father, if he gets sick, he'll be fucked up uh, because they saying people over the age of 63 with underlying health issues stand up the, the risk of actually being um, afflicted a little bit worse than the general population, right? Now, the father is 64. I don't know if he has underlying health issues, but living in America, most people over the age of 60, they got some type of health issues, right? Whether it be arthritis, um, COPD, emphysema, diabetes, hypertension, high cholesterol, high blood pressure. They got something, right? You've been eating McDonald's for 30 years. You're going to get something. You've been drinking beer. Your liver is standing a chance to develop something, right? So, yeah, the father inadvertently may die. Uh, even if, like I said, even if they post bond and they get out and they wait for a trial, just being in close quarters with people that possibly could be asymptomatic carrying the virus, you might get it that quick. Um, Harvey Weinstein did, and he was in and out. So, there you go. And I think it was the son that actually pulled the trigger. So, yeah, sins of the father. Because you shot a black man because you thought he was a nigga that was robbing shit. Your dad may die because of that. Um, And as he should, right? Because we all saw the tape. Uh, even if we didn't hear what the fuck was said, and I don't know if it was audio on the tape, it doesn't matter. Dude was running. Like, if you're not a police, and I think the father and the son were former police officers, the father was a former uh, private investigator, you're not a cop now. 
so all the training that you did have, all the instincts of being a police officer, they kind of got to die when you leave the force. These motherfuckers thought they were Starsky and Hutch. So they fucked up. Now, the shit happened in February this year. And they wasn't initially picked up. Hell, they weren't even charged. But I guess since the tape has become public and people like LeBron James has spoken out against it, uh, the liberal media has spoken out against it, and it's on every news platform, the politicians in the state of Georgia are feeling the pressure from the public, namely the black public, as they should, right? Brian Kemp uh, has spoken about it because he actually met the father years ago. And even Donald Trump has spoken about it. And I think Kim Kardashian, because she has close connections with Donald Trump, is probably tugged on his coattail and he's spoken about it. So politicians are feeling the pressure is is getting very close to election season. They can't have this looming. Right. Because it is it's one thing to have a black man killed by vigilantes. It's another thing for niggas to storm brunswick georgia looking for these motherfuckers which they face is posted on every social media platform and these be white victims now i don't like to play the white and the black thing i do however make the distinction because had this been two black people um that killed a young white man we wouldn't be talking about this shit it, these niggas probably would have got charged tried and convicted within a month but now we are seeing the blatant biasness in America where white people have run amok. That's not to say that white people haven't always run amok. They, they've been running amok since 1619. But the shit is coming to a head and we're in the middle of a pandemic. We ain't got the fucking time to be dealing with your white supremacist views and ideologies, right? Um, now, I'm not one of those people to lift all, all, all roads, all roads lift all lift all boats or whatever the fuck that shit goes uh and i'm not kumbaya i don't want to get along with people that are racist however if you racist and you don't like niggas leave me the fuck alone because i'm not gonna fuck with you i have a lot of things on my palate right now i don't have the time and the energy to waste on even racist white people like i don't really put too much energy in white people right i don't have a lot of white friends i don't have a lot of white connections um white people is like an afterthought I primarily immerse myself around black people and that might be due to me living in Atlanta, Georgia. But I don't go out of my way to befriend white people, to do business with white people. Uh, and I'm cool like that. Um, I don't know why the brother was 25 living in Brunswick, Georgia. Any nigga that's not living in Atlanta need to leave whatever, wherever the fuck he at and come to Atlanta. Uh, so at the very least, you won't be accosted by white people because in the city of Atlanta, White people, they stay on their best behavior. Now, they may fucking obstruct you in the job market. They may here and there fuck with you socially on the streets. But that shit is not an everyday occurrence. Like, white people that's racist, they stay the fuck out of Atlanta, Georgia. They stay in, they stay in places like Gainesville, Dahlonega, Stock, uh, Stockwood. I think it's Stockwood. Woodstock, um, Cartersville. <clears throat> Covington, Conyers, Georgia, like they don't come to Atlanta and commingle unless they like black people. Every so often you have a white person that's racist that makes it within the city of Atlanta. But I, I haven't heard of too many stories where they come out of pocket because it's real hard to come out of pocket at a lounge, a bar, a restaurant where it's like 
97% black. Like, I'm trying to figure out how that shit works out. Because here in the city of Atlanta, if a white person come out of pocket with a black person and niggas catch wind of that shit, you might get pounded out by a pack of niggas that didn't have nothing to do with the situation. Because black people don't take kindly to white people randomly spewing out racial epithets in the city of Atlanta. Now, outside, yeah, I mean, it's like 91%, 86% white. They, 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 they comfortable out there, they may even punk niggas out there. And as we've seen from the videotape, I'm not assuming that Brunswick, Georgia is any different. They probably is used to fucking with niggas. And boy, what are you doing here? And uh, do you know anyone that lives around here? And you know what I'm saying? Niggas driving down the street. Where the fuck you going? Like shit like that. So I guess, hey, what can I say? He should have left at the age of 18. You move out your mom's house. Or even if you're living with your mom, you're 25 nigga find some friends in atlanta go on facebook like meet a bitch on instagram and i don't know live at a whole house till you get on your feet but like i wouldn't have been living out in brunswick georgia and i don't know what the racial population of black to white people but i'm in, in my guesstimates and i'll probably come back and add another segment it's probably 80 80 percent white right and niggas is probably like 14 15 20 percent that's like milk right um supposed to fucking be around your people but some niggas don't get the memo or they too damn slow so they like to mingle around highly populated areas with white people right because i'm assuming he's 25 he probably fucked a white girl right white bitches probably was getting dick on the low uh he probably had some smoking buddies or just some white friends that was cool right they children but by and large if you outside the city of atlanta and a white man is 45 and older he probably don't like your nigga ass right and it's probably based off of the shit he see on tv and rap videos uh which is stupid but i mean i mean hence racism so yeah i like to see how this is gonna be played out uh i don't think that they'll be convicted if they are it'll probably be reckless manslaughter some shit like that to get them eight to 12 years with good time they'll probably do seven um that still isn't justice you take somebody's life and they wasn't threatening you or in the commission of a crime you should go to jail for life with no possibility of parole but that's too much like right and we know the justice system don't like niggas so that's just my thoughts ideals and opinions on that probably do an episode about takashi punk ass um we'll see how this night goes but y'all take care. Peace.